in appreciation to God for answers to prayer, giving praise, giving glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we are praying. Put your hands together for the Lord, and please, you may be seated. This covenant of prayer this morning is testimony time. Please, let's listen attentively to these documented testimonies as we follow, as we engage. Number one, 21-year joblessness terminated. Amen. I joined this commission on the 6th of December, 2015, by divine direction. On the following Sunday, Bishop David Oedekbo told us to declare the kind of job we wanted. I echoed from the glory entrance that I wanted a job in the oil and gas industry because that was my discipline. The bishop also prayed for us and admonished us to reach out to souls with zeal like never before. I keyed into it. From that Sunday evening to Wednesday, I was on the field winning souls for Christ. As I engaged, little did I know that God was packaging my much desired job for me. You can appreciate Jesus better for that. On Wednesday, after my outreach, I went through my laptop to check some mails, and I saw an evaluation letter from an American oil and gas company based in Abu Dhabi. I immediately filled the form and sent it. On the following day, Thursday, I got an alert. I was sent an employment agreement letter containing everything the company was offering me with a wonderful salary package. I give God all the glory. Testify is Mrs. Choma Elijah. Make those hands bigger for Jesus. Amen. Number two, healed of elephantiasis. Amen. The enemy afflicted me with elephantiasis. I visited many hospitals for solution. Medical tests were conducted on me, but the affliction grew worse. I had a big boil on my nose, and my legs were truly like those of an elephant. However, last week, I came out for outreach and decided to get on the go for Jesus, despite my predicament, the pain, and the agony. After the exercise, I met the area pastor. I was crying because I was passing through pains and looking so ugly. He prayed for me and anointed me. On getting home, as I lay down, the boil on my nose burst and a life maggot came out of the boil. Jesus deserves better for that. <laughs> right now, the swelling has disappeared. My legs have also returned to normal, and I can walk well. I am totally delivered. I thank God, the God of Wonder Double, for healing me. Testifies Peter Gibbs. Please rise up on your feet this morning. Lift up your hands. Let's appreciate Jesus loudly for these testimonies. Let's give glory to God this morning from the depth of our hearts. Thank him for these awesome testimonies. They are the doings of the Lord and they are marvelous in our eyes. Make sure your voice of thanksgiving is heard on high today as you give glory and praise unto the name of the Lord. Bless his holy name and celebrate his faithfulness. Bless his holy name 
and celebrate his faithfulness. Thank him from the depth of your heart. Give him the glory that is due unto him. These are the doings of the Lord, and they are marvelous in our eyes. Lord, we give you the praise. Lord, we give you the glory. Lord, we give you the honor. Lord, we give all adoration to you. Blessed be your name. Also, thank him for the answers to your prayer. You know you have not prayed in vain. You have not just prayed into storage. But if you are convinced that God has heard you, then give glory unto him. Give glory unto him. Give glory unto him. Give glory unto him. Celebrate him from the depth of your heart. Father, thank you. Now begin to ask him to speak to you this morning. All the people gathered early in the morning for to hear him. Lord, is your voice we have come to hear today. Speak to us again by your word. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you this morning for the privilege and blessing of being in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for the testimonies we have heard again. These are your doings. They are marvelous in our eyes. And for it, we give you all the praise and all of the glory. Lord, this morning, our eyes are upon you. We ask that you speak to us again. Let your word transform our lives. We give you the praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Somebody believe, say loud, amen. Give Jesus a big hand and please be seated in his presence. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. A line of exhortations for this week in our covenant of prayer has been engaging the Lord of the harvest for supernatural church growth. Engaging the Lord of the harvest for supernatural church growth. Matthew 9 verse 38, it said, Pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. We discovered from scripture that the Lord of the harvest refers to the Holy Spirit. And we discover when we look all through the book of the Acts of the Apostles, where the ministry of the Holy Spirit is exhibited for us very clearly, that the first and most prominent evidence of his operation and ministry is the salvation of souls. In Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost came down and the multitudes came together, by verse 41, 3,000 souls were added to the church. Well, to the Lord. When we look at Acts chapter 4, verse 4, again, another 5,000 were added unto the Lord. Acts chapter 6 and verse 7, it says, multitudes were added unto the Lord. Great multitudes in terms of disciples. In Acts chapter 5 and verse 14, again, multitudes, both of men and of women, were added to the Lord. All through the book of the Acts of the Apostles, you see that every time the Holy Spirit manifests, what we discover is the drawing of many unto Christ. What that signifies is that when we look at the Holy Spirit as a person, his ministry fundamentally has to do with the rescue and the salvation of souls. It has to do with the rescue and the salvation of souls. But we have begun to examine in specific detail what exactly the Spirit of God does to ensure the salvation of multitudes in the kingdom. And this morning we are going to go further 
as we look to engage him in this season of harvest. Number one, the Holy Spirit empowers the prayer life of the saints, leading to supernatural church growth. He empowers the prayer life of the saints, leading to supernatural church growth. From scriptures, it is clear that the church, the growth of the church demands the engagement of the altar of prayer. The word of God declares in Ezekiel chapter 36 and verse 37 and verse 38. It tells us there, it said, I will yet for this be inquired of by the house of Israel to do it for them. I will increase them with men as with a flock. So God makes clear that in order for the church to experience increase, there must be demand on the altar of prayer. In Psalm chapter 2 verse 8, it says, Ask of me and I will give you the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost part of the earth for thy possession. I have it with me, but you must ask of me. You must make demand of me. So we discover that when it comes to the salvation of souls, when it comes to the influx of multitudes into the kingdom of God, there is a requirement for us to make demand on the altar of prayer. In fact, in Isaiah 66, verse 7 and verse 8, verse 8 in particular, it said, as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. And we've established already that what the birth canal is to the arrival of a child is what the prayer altar is to the salvation of souls. So it takes prayer to see souls saved and drafted into the kingdom of God. But the altar of prayer is facilitated by the spirit of prayer. In Zechariah chapter 12 and verse 10, I will pour upon the house of David the spirit of grace and supplication. So there is an engracement and enablement that is required for you and I to be effective on the altar of prayer. So our prayer lives are facilitated by the operation and ministry of the Holy Spirit. Until the Spirit of God is involved, our prayers are impotent. So it is the Holy Spirit that enables us when it comes to our engagement on the altar of prayer. The Bible makes us to understand in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and verse 27. It said, likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. In verse 27, it says, and he that searcheth the hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So it will take the Spirit of God to enable us to be effective on the altar of prayer. Why? It says, one, the Holy Spirit will help our infirmities, our prayer weaknesses. That inability that you feel when it is time to pray, it is the Holy Spirit that energizes you to power through. It's the one that enables you to push through. So we discover that the Holy Spirit is the one that facilitates our willingness and ability to pray. In the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 13, it is God that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So it will take an ability from on high to enable you and I not only to desire but to do. There are many that have the desire to pray but they do not pray. 
The desire is there. They want to do it after the mind, but they are not able to do it because they lack the empowerment of the Spirit. Paul speaking in the book of Romans 7 and verse 18, Romans chapter 7 and verse 18, he makes this very clear statement. He said, for I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing, for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. I have a desire, but I'm not able to push through. What is required to push through is the enablement of the Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that empowers you that mortifies the infirmities of the flesh and enables you to press through in the spirit. In the book of Romans 8 verse 1 and verse 2, the word of God makes clear to us there. He said, there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Why? For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. The limitations of the flesh are suspended by the empowerment of the spirit. So the Holy Spirit is able to enable you and I to press through all of those limitations of the flesh. So it's the one that enables us. He enables us to stand effectively on the altar of prayer. Secondly, he enables us not to miss our target in prayer. In James chapter 4 verse 2, he said, You ask, you have not because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask amiss. You miss your target. And as a result of that, there is no result. There is no outcome. So our effectiveness in prayer is not just in the ability to pray, but in the, in the precision of our prayer. And it is the Holy Spirit that enables you. It is the Holy Spirit that enables you. He gives you what to pray, how to pray, because he searches and knows the mind of God. He unveils to us the secret of God. He shows us how to address that point on the altar of prayer. So our effectiveness in the, on the prayer altar is determined by our spiritual precision. And it is the Holy Spirit that gives us precise direction on the altar of prayer. That means you can't pray effectively without him. You, can't, you can pray long, but you cannot pray right without his help. And no matter how long you pray, it is how right you pray that determines what becomes of your prayer. There are many people who have registered and logged hours on the altar of prayer but have no result to show. Because the Holy Spirit is required to pray not only long but to pray right. So it's the one that enables your elasticity on the altar of prayer and it's the one that enables your specific delivery on the altar of prayer. That means prayer without the Holy Spirit is prayer in futility. Say with me, I need the Holy Spirit. Come on, say louder this morning, I need the Holy Spirit. So you and I must understand that we cannot do it by ourselves. All these assumption-based prayers will not produce results. All these prayers that we pray and just do it in the ability of the flesh will not produce results. It takes the Spirit of God taking charge of us in order to be effective on the altar of prayer. What else? The Holy Spirit empowers us to be effective witnesses of Christ, thereby drawing multitudes to the kingdom of God. He empowers us to be effective witnesses of Christ, thereby drawing multitudes to the kingdom of God. 
in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, the Bible says there, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come unto you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. You shall be witnesses to me. You shall be witnesses. You will receive power, and you shall become witnesses to me. Jesus gave a very stern warning to the disciples in the book of Luke chapter 24 and verse 49. He says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father to you, speaking of the Holy Spirit, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. I'm sending someone that will assist you, but wait in Jerusalem until he arrives. Because the assignment without his arrival will be an effort in futility. No matter how passionate you are, your effectiveness as a soul winner is facilitated by the operation of the Holy Spirit. It's facilitated by the operation of the Holy Spirit. This is so important. That's why the Bible tells us they waited in Jerusalem until the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost came down. And when he came down, immediately they became instruments of effectiveness. And we discover that that is not the end. That I'm baptizing the Holy Ghost does not end my continuous demand for his assistance. In Acts chapter 4, the Bible tells us in verse 33 that they had prayed already in verse 29 to 31. But by verse 33, it says, and with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them. How did they get this power to witness? Verse 31, it says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. I thought they were filled in chapter 2, but they were filled again. So you and I need the continuous, we need to make continuous demand on the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, fill me again. Make me, make me a sharp instrument in your hand. Enable me to be effective on the harvest field. Enable me to speak words that prick the hearts of men. When the day of Pentecost came, Peter came from that fresh infilling. And when he spoke, the Bible said the heart of those that heard him were pricked. And they began to ask men and brethren, what shall we do? They didn't wait for altar call. They themselves called the altar. What is it that we shall do? What must we do to be saved? Because the words penetrated their hearts. For you and I in this prophetic season, as the Holy Ghost comes afresh upon each one of us, our words will begin to penetrate the heart of every hearer. Somebody believe it, say loud amen. But it's important that we take note that the Holy Spirit, while available to us, we must make demands on his ministry. We must make demands. Holy Spirit, empower my prayer life. Holy Spirit, empower me as a, as a witness to stand effectively on this in, in the harvest field. So we must keep making demand on him. We must keep engaging his ability. And as we do so, consciously, we shall begin to see his manifestation in every department of our lives. Rising your feet with me this morning, lift your voice to God. Lord, I call upon you today. I receive empowerment from the Spirit of God. Empowerment on the altar of prayer. No more prayer infirmity. No more prayer weakness. No more prayer inability. No more missing my target on the altar of prayer. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray, your voice and pray right now. Pray right now. Pray right now. I receive right now 
a fresh endowment of power a fresh endowment of power, a fresh endowment of power. He said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Ask him right now for fresh endowment of the Spirit of God so that your prayer altar remains on fire. Ask him right now for fresh endowment of the Spirit of God so that your witnessing is with results. Ask of him right now. Ask of him right now. Ask of him right now. Make your demands on the altar of prayer. Make your demands right now. Engage the Holy Ghost. Engage the Holy Ghost. Engage the Holy Ghost. I will no longer go in the energy of the flesh. He said it's not by power, it's not by might, but by the Spirit, said the Lord of hosts. My Father, my God, I look unto you this morning. Let your Spirit empower me. Empower me on the altar of prayer. Empower me in the harvest field for effectiveness, to become a sharp sickle. I receive that enablement in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and give thanks unto him this morning and give glory unto his name. Father, thank you. And blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. You have asked for that endowment of power. It shall begin to manifest in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody believe, say loud, amen. It is done. We have our flyers and tracks available. Please stretch your hand towards the altar right now. And just make a decree. Spirit of God, breathe upon these materials. Quicken them. Quicken them. Quicken them. Let the words minister life. Let every aspect of these materials become sharp as sickles of harvest. Turn every one of them to paper missionaries, bringing in a great harvest. Thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Father, we send these materials out as paper missionaries, and we decree that every one of them returns with a mighty harvest. Thank you for doing it. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen and amen. It is done. Now, let's be reminded today is our second day in our week of spiritual emphasis. We are waiting upon the Lord again and gathered this evening in our various zones. After two days, he will revive us. So get set for a revival encounter in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We also have our morning revival prayer at 8 a.m. this morning. So take advantage of it and you shall be blessed. Now speak to the day and make your decree concerning this day. Speak to it right now. Call forth what the day must deliver. Call forth what the day must deliver. You have just been freshly empowered by the Holy Ghost. Therefore, call forth what the day must deliver. Speak to it right now with a sense of assurance, with a sense of authority. Speak to it with the force of power in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' precious name. This day is declared blessed. For you to be a day of encounters. All through this day, God's hand shall rest upon you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For you doors open this day. Favors answer this day. In the name of the Lord Jesus. It shall be a fruitful day for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Let's share the goodness of the Lord together. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever 
Amen. Peace. Welcome to 2021. You have supernatural turnaround. Then expect turnaround to become your new identity from henceforth. Amen and amen. You are blessed. Congratulate somebody as you go and be blessed as you do. Please pick up the flies you require and use them to advertise Jesus.